Okay. Great arrival, I believe. Michael, I think I'm correct that you told me it was born on that Sunday, which was August 25th, 24th above. Um, from two years ago, when Daniela was born, uh, we dedicated the shear as well. And it was about two years ago, a little bit less than two years ago. But that posik that we quoted here, that's up on the board, this is the nusach that you say at the at the Zevet Habas, Harenius Marech, Hashmenius Kaylech, Kaylechayr Marech Nove, Achoseinu Athei Laalfei Revova. Just as we said two years ago for Daniela, these are the bracha, the bracha of that they gave to Rivki Menu. The bracha to be uh, a leader, the bracha to be special, uh, the bracha to be unique. But here, and as uh, we say to her also, this what we say by the Zevet Abbas, it should be true by Mia Teferet, that she should love everything the Rabbani Shalom created, and they have Abbas Atayr and Yirash and Yirash Chet. So that's, of course, our bracha of everybody here. And, of course, to the Mazel Tov, to you and the Jonas family and the Leminger family uh, as well. But just one little chap here on the name, the unique name that you gave her, Mia Teferis. So um, I looked in the Prokim and Yeshayahu that we're reading similar themes as we get to Rosh Hashanah. This is the parts of Sefer Yeshaya, which are Divrei Nechama. And this is a description of how the Geula is going to occur. And you'll take a look in the Pesukim there in Perek Samach Vav. The Geula happens like a woman who gives birth quickly and incredibly, and all of a sudden the planet changes. And the Pasuk says, Mishoma Kazois Miro Ka'ela. Did anybody ever hear anything like this? Hayuchal Eretz B'yemechot, almost like the world started in one day. It's like a, a, there's a labor pain, there's, there's difficulty, but then there's a change, and that change is fantastic. Can a whole nation spring into life in one shot? It's like she goes through the issues, the pain, she has the, the child. Who has the child? Tzioin. That's the specialty of who Knesset Yisrael is, Espanela, and all the children of Klal Yisrael seem to come together incredibly during the Zaman of, of Mashiach, the Zaman of Geul. It's like a, a childbirth where, where everything is, 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 is happening quickly and then you have this magnificent ending. So that's Mem and He. So Mia is a remez to that name. Me, this is like what a birth should mean to all of us is the way the geula that we are hoping for, what we're being mispalled for. In terms of teferes, or teferet, uh, I chose this pasuk in Tehillim, which is a pasuk about how the Rabboni Sholem guards and keeps the tzaddikim here in this world. The tzaddikim now, during a period when perhaps we have to stave off a lot of negative influences. And I think, uh, ultimately, that's what Almost every new parent has. How is the the great responsibility? Looks like we got disconnected here. The great responsibility of a child. The great responsibility of having a child. And um, you can see why we, we stopped our uh, we stopped the imagery. Um, but the great responsibility of having a child is to protecting that child. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu protects Sadiqim in a similar way. The Pasuk and Tilim says, Tilim Lamed Aleph, Tastireim B'Seser Panecha. The Kaddish Baruch Hu guards them with the same sort of secret beauty. Looks like the laptop stopped presenting. With the same, with the same sort of secret, with the same sort of secret beauty. Um, let's take a look here. Um, I'm, I'm going to join. Oh, you're in. Good, Baruch Hashem. I'm going to join the meeting again. I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of giving old Rosh about that pasuk. But I go exactly. We want everybody, and we're going to present to the meeting again. Here we go, and we're going to share it. And there it goes. Okay. So, and what we need to do is, is somehow. Um, okay. So as you can see, the pasuk says, "Tastirei b'seiser panecha." Hide the person, hide them from, hide them within the count glorious secret aspect of your own face, God. Meruchaseish. 
because there's people out there, and every child that's born, especially today, we, we, we fear for what's out there. Titzvenem basuka. Put them in that great place. Put those tzaddikim and put your children in a way like a sukkah, which as we know is we're coming up to in a, about a month or so, in a month after so, a place of kedusha, a place of emuna. That's sort of the, the, the emblem of, of how we want our children raised, Altairus HaKodesh. Meiriv Lishonot. Meiriv of course, is from the Lashon Har and other things, and that's part of one of our topics today, is how we want to hide and keep our children protected from that type of natural capacity to argue and to say negative things, and this is all part of how we want to raise our children. So that's Tiferet, and Mirta Shem, she should be one of the uh, harbingers of the Geula, and be raised in a way of Kedusha and Simcha and Tahara. Okay, and thank you again uh, for sponsoring Michael and, and your family. Okay, uh, today's Shir, uh, I'm going to speak about Rabbi Yashav a little bit, although I was in the middle. But what came to me was, it, it was really an outgrowth of the shir that we have every week here on Lashon Hara and the Sefer Chofetz Chaim. And I'll tell you how it developed. But it, it primarily comes from this week's parasha, which is Shoyftim Shoyftim Titan Lecha B'chol Shorecha. And the, the, the Gemara delineates the size of the towns, the places where the Sanhedrin meets, the smaller Sanhedrin, the bigger Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin of three, the Sanhedrin of twenty-three. And the Gemaras and the Psukim and Rus and other places definitely give you the impression, at least they gave it to me, that the Shorim are open. That part of the idea of, of, of the Mishpat Yisrael is that it's a place that everybody could come. Even the idea I had of Moshe Rabbeinu trying to do everything on his own. It wasn't like Moshe Rabbeinu asked his litigants to step into a little booth and the others were like in some other place in the green room where they couldn't hear it, or the green room, I guess you can't hear stuff, whatever, in the, in, 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 in the, um, what was it called again? And, uh, Get Smart when the thing came down over there, the, uh, the Kona Silence. Like, it wasn't like they were in the Kona Silence and nobody could hear what was going on. I get, I get the impression that everybody was, was, was tumbling stuff. People heard what was happening. Uh, it was an open space. It was a space that was open. The people were allowed uh, to be there. In fact, again, most people had jobs. But the people that didn't have jobs had a right to be at the place where the Din Torah, where the Din Torah were happening. And, and that's what a shar is. A shar is not some sort of closed off mausoleum. A shar is an open place. Again, how they cooled off in the heat, I, I can't explain. But buildings were different at that time. But everybody was able to to come in and hear what was going on. That that's my that was my impression, and therefore I, I you know I've been a dying for many years, and of course we so have it. To what end was it an open forum? Oh, okay. So, so that to learn Torah. Like, okay, so that's a good like, question, Yanki. Like look at so, so there's two. Okay, so there's two things. One thing is clearly that we even see that there were Talmidim by the Sanhedrin Agodo that the Rambam speaks about when the Rambam talks about how you could have one Sanhedrin that's bigger than another. The Gemara says, of course, in many places that Ein Bezdin Yochel Lovato Divrei Bezdin Chaveiro unless it's bigger Bechochmo Viminyan. So the question, of course, is how can one Sanhedrin be bigger than another one in Minyan? They're all the same size, right? Even if it's you're talking about the Takon of the Bezdin Agodo, which is 71, right? So you can have someone, you can have a, 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 a newer Bezdin that's a future Bezdin that has um, greater Chochmah. And how you're going to figure that out is also a debate, but that can be quantified. Right, right, but again, we could say we know who was on there. We know what type of learning they had. But in terms of number, the numbers should be equal no matter what. So the Rambam answers this question in Hilchos uh, Mamrim, and he says <coughs> that the way the Bezdin can be bigger is if the people that are there as Talmidim that are listening to what's going on, there's more of them. In other words, the Talmidim that are there agreeing and listening and getting a sense of how the process is happening, they count as part of, 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 the, of the Sanhedrin. Now, that's the Sanhedrin Agoro, but it could be true by all of them. In other words, there were Talmidim, and I'll show you rias that I have from many, many places, that there were, like Yanki was saying, there were students in Talmidim there at the Dine Torah. And 
It, it makes sense, doesn't it? The same way, you know, otherwise, I can tell you that when I had the schools to be in Avezdin at Din Torah, I follow what's, what's, in, what's emblazoned in my memory from when I was, well, first of all, a Dayan and a younger Dayan by the other Dayanim, and I remember how they did it. But how are you going to give your trainees a sense of what's going on, the Chachamim? And even if they're never going to become Dayanim, they're going to see Psak Halacha at work. So that's one positive quality of, of it being open. The other aspect is something which is somewhat borrowed from the democratic principles of having the courts open. The idea of having a closed courtroom. How is it borrowed? We predated everything. True, but the articulation is what I'm talking about. The, the articulation... Uh, Yanki, we, we live in a world with. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is the articulation that it was very well articulated, especially on the heels of the French and American Revolution, the idea of having uh, an open courtroom. The idea is that you're not going to have people that are sent to death or given a sentence and no one understands why and that the person wasn't around for it, right? Like, like we knew it happened in Soviet Russia, right? This was the, When people would point to the difference between our system and theirs, there's, a, there's an idea of things being in the open, that there's an idea of, of mishpat being a place where don't believe that some sort of deal was made. Don't believe that something happened. In other words, it, it, it allows you to come to the base on Mishpat the next time and believe you're going to get a fair shake as well. Even if you're not one of the uh, fledgling Dayonim to be. Even if you're just somebody who wants to see how Mishpat works. I mean, even today in this room, there's going to be people that will tell me, I, I'm not going to go to a Dintaira. I'm not going to go to a Bezden. I've heard so many negative things of what happens in Bezden. It's been portrayed negatively on, on, on various films and other places as well. You can look at some of the Israeli programs that, that, that I haven't seen too many of them. I saw one or two where the Bote Dinam looked horrible. But there are people here that I know, that I speak to all the time, that say if they really have an issue, they're not going to go to Bezden. And part of the reason comes from an ignorance of what happens in a Bezden procedure. It's an ignorance in terms of what they think Dayanam are about, of how Adis is being the Skabel. So as much as you can learn Choshen Mishpat and do it theoretically, nothing teaches as much as actual witnessing and recognizing that we have a system. Now, here's the issue. Okay, so those are the two. Those are the two things. There's a practical thing. Otherwise, how are we going to have the new Dayanim? But also the people's belief and and, and sense of uh, security that they have a base on mishpat that will listen to them. If they couldn't come as a uh, as a uh, uh, objective observer and see what was going on there was positive and the brilliance of the Dayonim or the uh, perspicacity of the Dayonim in terms of dealing with things, then they wouldn't come to Bezdin. So it's really for the Teivas HaKlau. It's, it's for the benefit of the community that it should be open. Because once you say that the Bezdin is a very closed idea, then true, people will whisper about it. But you know, there's no better evidence than actually coming and seeing and seeing what it's about. Now, I say, Yankee, that it's a very much a democratic idea because this is one of, uh, of, of, of the principles. One of the reasons why uh, clear the courtroom is so strange is because it runs counter to what the usual American um, mode is. Clear the courtroom. Clear the courtroom. Okay, why do we clear the courtroom? There's something special. There's something... Right. Now, is, Israeli... Um, there's a, we talked about Rebel Yoshev and his and his connection to the, to the Rabbanut. Obviously, even the Rabbanut and the Rabbonim that were passing out Pidin, like Rebel Yoshev was, he was chosen by referred so taken away. He didn't have to take any Bechina. He didn't have to take any test. He didn't have to go through any of the processes like some of these other lower Dayanim did, right? They just knew about his brilliance. They put him up there within a couple of months and years. He was already sitting on the base Mishpada Elyon of the highest uh, of those uh, Dinitar, of those Dinim. But even those, the ones that are published, the ones that I, that I get online from various sources, the, they, there's a Tom in those Piske Dinim of 
a certain secular mentality of how a case is presented, and there's also a description which is not done in normal Dinei Torah. If you look in Piskei Chuvas from before the Medina, you didn't have each Dayan describing why he might agree or disagree. The whole idea that we have, even in these Choshava Rabbanut Psokim, where the Dayanim, the, the, the um, dissenting opinion, writes his disagreement. That is not a, a, a that was not the way things were done. I'll show you the Rambam in a minute. So even the Bezdin of the Rabbanut, which is which is based on Torah, was Makabel certain sorts of transparency that was based on the secular aspect of what a court is. Every every Bezdin has uh, evolved more like our hundred percent, and and I and, and the whole the whole kind of, when you said that people won't go to Basin, I think it's more, you know, related to the tone. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it, I, I personally think that the whole tone thing should be thrown out. Okay, and I have kabbalas from my I have kabbalas from my rebbe about how we treat the tone in Bezdin, Rabbi Schwartz. You should have a you should have a fool. Good dying knows how to listen to Baldin. That's correct, but what I'm trying to say is is that, yes, there has been something evolving, and the question, I guess, really is um, what happens in when I sit in, 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 in a dintaira, we actually close the doors and we do a very, we're, we're very careful about who we let in. Uh, and is this really what the Torah meant when it said that's really the topic today okay we're going to get you know let's, let's treat Torah a little bit separate than than an open courtroom you're correct but sometimes the Toain is a professional talker as opposed to the man who the events actually occurred to and as much as coming to Bezdin is a way to air your, your 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 grievance and to and to fine tune your halachic point, it's also a chance for Bezdin to find out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And when they when when you have this uh, straw man or not even a straw man, you have this paid expensive um, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Ola Cassini Lamborghini guy who's your who's your lawyer there. So and, and he might be armed with some of the best halachic knowledge as they are in Eretz Yisrael sometimes. He's also prepped you what to say, what not to so say. So you're not necessarily getting the MS. So what you're getting is, right? A legal argument. It's like getting a lawyer. Your, yeah, you tell yeah, me, oh, don't, don't, don't say that. Say so the dying is about, it's all about, as this Pasha tells us, said it, this, but that's what we're worried about. If you take a look at the third Tamima and this week's Parsha and other places where he talks about how it was never acceptable really to have these type of, 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 of Toyanim, these lawyers, who really in a way, and again, but you're right, the Dine Torah today, especially since much of what allows the Dine Torah to have teeth today, what allows the Din Torah that we have in the RCA and other places to have teeth is the fact that they are sanctioned um, avenues of arbitration by the state of New York or the state of New Jersey, wherever the Besden is. Now, if it's sanctioned by the state of New York, New Jersey, then it has to at least accord in some way. You can't have a situation where the guy couldn't bring his lawyer or the guy couldn't have his person there. And that's, who's talking? Because communication is more than just the words. If you're just listening to the words of a tone, you lose like the, the chush. Is this guy telling the okay, truth? Okay, so when I when I sit as Avvezdin uh, in cases, Adam, I and again I have other Dayanim that disagree with me, but I have a Kabbalah from Rabbi Schwartz that I will tell the lawyer uh, we're happy that you're here and we know that this makes a benefit for your client but I'm going to be speaking to your client directly on many points and I want you to know that that we expect your client to be able to answer I make that I make that point up front when, when I started in Torah uh, and this is a couple I have from my Rebbe Rabbi Schwartz and I think again Yankee's right that there there is fear that the psokim are going to be overturned and thrown out if it can be shown on one of the sides, oh, he wouldn't let my lawyer talk, etc., etc. And we want, and this is really once again part of the ends justifying the means, we want psokim to work. We want people to come out of the Dinei in the modern day and be able to take that document and, and take it as a true 
uh, 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 document of arbitration that will actually make a difference. If, if those are going to be dismissed and it's not going to mean anything, then people aren't going to go to Dine Taira. So this is a balance that the modern Bhattai Dinim uh, are trying, a, a line they're trying to walk. I guess I'm more of a traditionalist in this way, and this year is sort of like an outgrowth of that, uh, of what it means to have the open Besden. Now, there is an issue that uh, came that came to my, myself, and we know that uh, Chaim Shlomo and I, and it used to be a much bigger Chabura, and we're I'm going to put, put a big plug for it. Please come on Tuesday, especially during El. We have our Loshon Hara, our Mishnah Baruch Chabura, Chafetz Chaim Chabura. And I'll show you how it started. It started with this piece from the Chafetz Chaim, which was this. So, um, the Chafetz Chaim says... Uh, the same way if you're hearing something negative uh, about someone else, one person, you can't accept it, and you can't say, I think this is true. Even if it's from two people. And the Chobot Chaim actually would say, and, and, and the truth is, is that there's already a reason not to believe them. Whatever they're saying about the person. Let's say Avram and Yitzchak are coming to say uh, uh, to um, Yossi about Mr. Schwartz. So Avram and Yitzchok are already Rishoyim, the Chafetz Chaim says, because Yossi doesn't really need to know this stuff about Schwartz. So even though they would, even according to what Avram and Yitzchok are saying, that, 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 Yossi, that, 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 that Schwartz uh, did this terrible thing, he ate at the Red Lobster restaurant. So that's what he say with Rochil. Okay. Ask words, I don't know. But anyway, the point is, is that they are already Bali Aveira. So they're Rishoyim already. How can you start believing them? Whatever, again, Schwartz is someone who has a Cheskas Kashras. So therefore, um, and the fact that you already see them telling Lashon Hara to you, already means that they they probably don't, you could probably assume they would maybe lie. And maybe it wasn't Red Lobster, and maybe it wasn't Schwartz, and maybe they added stuff, and maybe he was just sitting there having a salad because his boss was there. Now here's the point of the Chofetz <coughs> that got us thinking. Ma b'kach shahem trey. It's Avram and Yitzchak, and there are two people, and we know two people actually come to you together. It isn't just one person. The Chavetz Chaim says, "Kesher Rishoyim, Ein They're like a group of Rishoyim. Two doesn't make it better. Now, even if you want to say that they're not Rishoyim by saying it to you, now that would be, for example, you want to go into business. Uh, um, Yossi wants to go into business with Schwartz, so it's important to know. Let's say, and he wants to maybe go into the uh, restaurant business. So it's important to know that his partner is a person who's Nizar and Kashrus. And if they saw him not being Nizar and Kashrus, it's important to know because he's about to sink a whole bunch of money into a restaurant or a store with him. So, therefore, Avram and Yitzchak are going to Yossi because Yossi is about to start a store. So it's important for him to know who his partner is. You maybe you're not Rishoyim. I know why you're saying it to me, but I can't believe what you're saying. Even though both of you describe it perfectly, how you saw it, and you saw the the, the napkin on his neck, and you saw the stuff cracking out of the pincers and everything like that, you saw it was perfect. You right? You, you knew he was eating those lobsters. Still, even though you said it perfectly, it's not called edus. The ein chal shem edus afivu al shnayim v'yoser. Ela bebezdin. Edus is in bezdin. Avochutz le bezdin lo. Right? Because if you're out of bezdin, it's not like, oh, they were giving edus to me. Because you're not called, because remember, you're not really called an aid checker. In bezdin, it's different. In bezdin, things might be different. So this piece of the Chafetz Chaim gives you the impression (coughs) that if you hear something in bezdin, you could believe it. In other words, two people who are outside of Bezdin, whatever the fact that the two people, and even though they're describing it perfectly, they could just be telling a story. In Bezdin, though, it's, 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 there's the, the, the seriousness of the situation, the fact that you're in front of Dayonim. So the Chavetz Chaim is talking about a person who happens to hear in Bezdin, right? That's the inference, that if he would hear it in Bezdin, he could believe it. <laughs>
Well, isn't he hearing Loshanara? Right? In other words, so who's hearing it in Bez? Are we talking about the Dayan? Are we talking about someone else? Is the Chavetz Chaim talking about people that are listening? Isn't it Lachara? When they're hearing it, the people that are hearing it, are they, are they hearing Lashonara? Chavetz Chaim says, the, the people who are saying it, there's, 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 there's proof that it's true because they're coming to Bezdin to hear it. And Bezdin's an apostin based on that. However, does that mean you have a right to be there? So, uh, it's definitely with Tayelis for the, everyone except the people in the gallery. It's Tayelis for the Aiden. The Edom are coming to be made to take away this guy's hashkocha, whatever it is. And they were there in front of Bezdin being taken the Edom. So we know, right, they're not being over Lashon Hara. Their Edom can have an effect, and it was done to the Dayanim, who don't have anything personal against them. The question is, if you're listening, the people that are there, are they being over the love of Kabbalah's Lashon Hara? Because it's not no gay to them. They just happen to not have a job to do. They're not out in the field today. And instead of watching the afternoon soaps, they decided to go down to the Besden and to hear what was going on. And if I'm right, the Besden is open. So uh, are they being, is there a problem of being Makaba Loshanara? So this is the question that we were dealing with in our learning, uh, Chaim Shlom and myself were dealing with. So... The um, you missed all the uh, Hanufas, so that's I, I, good. I that's right. No, the Hanufa is good that you missed. Okay. You'll hear later the nice pesukim about. Uh, uh, okay. So anyway, so there is uh, the, the the outfit that I work for, which is called Deer Shoe, and I've been giving shirts for them for seven and a half years. Um, it's going to be eight years in November. So um, Deer Shoe has an edition of the Mishnah Bura. We've bought two copies here for the base medrash. They have a long uh, footnote here, and I know it's hard to see here, and it's hard to turn this. Um, it's going to be hard to turn this thing. That's fine. That's all right. Oh, oh you're going to put another plate there? Okay, it's all right. That's for me on the train when I leave. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know. I'm a, I'm a chazer. So, anyway, um, the... Uh, Let's see if I can turn oh, this. So can I turn this? Yeah, a lot, a lot of references today. But you know what? I'm, again, if you could take a look here, you can see it. Yeah, I just need to turn this. I guess I need to download it to turn it. So I'm going to download it and then turn it around. Okay. So you'll see here that they um, have a, a, a very nice dis- discussion. And it's from here that my research started. And... Um, I have to tell you, I also want to thank, it was downloaded already? I want to thank um, uh, Rabbi Warburg, who I called yesterday, and he said, this is what you want to talk about? I said, yeah, well, you know, the Langer case with Rebel Yoshev, I don't know if I can do justice in it, and, and, and this really is something that, that, that struck me. He says, okay, look, I'm not sure, I'll do some research for you. He came back, and I'll show you what he came back with, and, he, and I thank him very much for helping me. He's a very hush of a person in Tinek, and Rabbi Warburg, a very big Yodea in Halacha, and a Dayan in his own right. Um, and uh, so this is, what, this is what I discovered here in the, um, in the base matter show. I hope everybody can see it. Maybe can I make a large remark? What can we do over here? Okay, we downloaded it. It's a JPEG, and I'm going to do this. There it is. So if you can, I don't know if you can see it better, but here we go. Um, maybe the lights will help. But he says, Mavur Midvarov, that Adam that Armidim Bebez, then Mutter, you could believe them. Um, so, however, um, Okay, and he wants to say that this Isser is even if you hear Adis and Bezdin. Meaning, what does the Chofetz Chaim mean that if you heard Adis, you could believe it? That's if, if you happen to have been in Bezdin, that information that was said in Bezdin about somebody, Adis by two people, <coughs> can be believed. But Adam She'eno of Leos Nochach B'Shas Mesiris HaEdus. If there's someone who doesn't have to be there, Someone who doesn't have to be there can't really be listening. Um, and as he continues here, that, right, the Koshke in Sha'asar, 
Lishmoes edusam kodem achakiros v'hadrishos. In other words, we know the way edus works is that we first put the Adam, we gruel them, we put them through uh, a, a, a sort of, not only do we warn them about how terrible what they're doing is, but we also make sure that we're not just wasting our time. So, right, and we figure out, do they really know what's happening, or they really should they really be here? So many times, the Adam who are talking about the case turn out not to be real Adam anyway. So if you're hearing what they're saying, they don't have to become Adim, so def- definitely there should be a problem of hearing the Lashonara because they're just, they're not even Adim anymore. The Chavetz Chaim was talking about when they get there and they give the Adus and the Adus has been accepted. But even being in Bezdin, the argument is, and you're talking in Bezdin, doesn't mean that we're going to accept you as an aid. Many people think they can make and they can pull the wool over Bezdin's eyes or they can bring somebody in. I remember about seven years ago, I've been teaching for Dirshu for about seven and a half years, but in 2012, I remember I was involved in a car accident and somebody, and, and it wasn't my fault, but someone came over to me and said, hey, you know, I'll talk to the insurance guy for you. I'll tell him I saw it. You know, there's people out there who think they're doing, who trust the person and they're ready to come out there and, and they feel there's nothing wrong with that. There's people who will say, I know that you're not lying, Rabbi Kilops. I'm going to call, the guy said, I can tell you his name. I, I'm not going to. He said, I'm going to call up the insurance company and I'll tell him I saw it. Because I, I, I did start this with Lush and Hara, right? Yeah, so the point is, is that is that there are people who come to Bez, and they're not terrible people, but they think that they can help what they think a cause that they think is, is true anyway, and then Bezden realizes that these people really didn't see it, they heard it. So when you hear that guy talking about what he saw, so that's clearly, if you're in the gallery listening, you're not even hearing Adis. The second argument that was presented here in this book, and I couldn't find out who the author is, he wrote a book called Shiure Iyun, that, let's say... Um, when before the Adam show up, before the Adam show up, then you have the um, the tainas of the Baledin. That's the way a, a, a Bezdin starts. Okay, what is your case? What do you want to say about this person? What did this person do to you? And you're going to hear a very sometimes very impassioned uh, description. And that impassioned description, and you're listening to that. You're not even hearing Adis. You're hearing the arguments between the two parties. So when the person who has the claim is going to make his claim, as he writes here, <laughs> sometimes, and it does happen all the time, the, they, they try to start in control of themselves, but when they start reliving what that person had done to them, things come out in a very personal, negative way. And even what they're saying, even if, even if they are very impersonal the way they say it, they're, they're, they're saying the guy stole from them, the guy owed them money, the guy did this. So if you're one of the people listening, then you're, what's your connection, right? You're listening to Lashon So this is where this idea started to form. So does that mean, if that's true, that, that it, maybe Bezden should be closed, right? Other than, Bezden should make a decision of who needs the beer and who doesn't. But the idea of the open courtroom, the idea of the, of the place that everybody should come in here, maybe Lushan Hara factors are strong enough to stop this whole fact thing from happening. Okay. So, um, I have an answer to this. I don't know who wrote the Sefer Shari Iyun. Uh, a similar psak was issued, and I, here I did have the name, um, from, the um, yeah, I'm waiting for Scholar and Moler, Scholar and Moler to show up here. Um, where's the uh, okay? Yeah, the that phone call. Yeah, the sound. Okay, all right. Thank you, Yankee. Now you outdid me. You outdid me today. Yeah. Oh, it's your phone. Okay. Anyway, so my point is, is that. I did find one of the big posts in Eretz Yisrael, the former Rava Roshi, the former Rishon Lutzion, uh, Rev. Leo Bakshi Doron, who talks about uh, this, this issue. And, um, he act, he, he, and, and you can see, in a, he has a, um, he has three very interesting chuvas about how Dine Torah are supposed to happen and, uh, and what goes on in them. So he says, look what he says. He says, Shastam Yeshiva Beta Mishpat Zuhi Kabolas Loshanhara. 
Rabakshi Daron, who was the chief, uh, the Rishon Metzion, the chief Sephardi rabbi, until whatever, the one, until Amar came in, he said in his Sefer that sitting in the gallery is Kabbalah Sloshanara. And therefore, the question now is, what about, um, well, my time, I mean, my proofs. According to Rabakshi Daron, you would have to say that all these Gemaras and, and the references, everything was closed. It was the cone of silence. Moshe Rabbeinu was taking people and he was whispering and nobody heard what was going on. Um, and, yes? When you say it's Kabbalah, so that means that they believe it. How do we know what people in the gallery believe? Maybe they're just listening to Ellis, like you said, sunshine, just facts. Uh, okay, so the question is, okay, so David, to Ellis, could be, let's say, the Rebbe of the person who did the Avera, right? He needs to hear it because he can maybe change the person. The partner who shouldn't go into business with him. But if there's somebody who I said is just doesn't work, the soaps aren't interesting, okay. he's out there going to the base on Mishpat listening, what's the Toelis for him to know this so knowledge? That's really a straw man of the general principle that having it open lends good. to a so that's Good, David. So, David, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that in many ways... We, 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 we sometimes allow certain things for the greater good. Two things that came to mind. I was talking to a guy in, uh, in Chicago yesterday, who one of his shirim, by the way, is up on our podcast site, and I want to give a plug for it. It's Goldilocks and the Three Bears, according to Cheshen Mishpat. It's a real interesting one. I just put it up yesterday, and you really like it. The author of the one who said it is a big, uh, one of former student of mine, uh, Rav Gershon Eliezer Shaffel, uh, a Dayan, and Yon Yon. So I was discussing this with him yesterday, and we were talking about two, two parallels. One parallel you have is the idea of a Rebbe um, embarrassing a student uh, for not having his homework or for not doing as well as he can in a classroom. Um, on, on one level, you'll say, well, what right do you have to embarrass anybody? What right do you have to... Right? And I, I want to tell you, I was a teacher for many, many years, and I heard, I probably heard the statement, you're Mavayish Robin, like almost always to every kid. You might not know the difference between, you know, a, a Hefts and a Gavra or any other sort of halachic principle, but they all know Rebbe or Mavayish Mimarabim, Rebbe or Mavayish Mimarabim. Well, what is the right for a Rebbe to somehow do that? And the post can explain that it isn't just about this interaction. It's about the big picture. Again, you can argue in methodology, but if the methodology is that if the, re- if the kid realizes that because he didn't do his homework, he's going to have to write on the board or whatever it is, or stay late, or everyone knows, he's going to be better. And he's going to be a deterrent for him not to have that happen. And the other students that are going to see that don't want that to happen to them. So for the big picture of chinuch for him and for the classroom, this behavior would be sanctioned and maybe even uh, maybe even promoted as a positive way. Not every Rebbe will do that, but you can't go onto the Rebbe and say the Rebbe is a is, is, is a <laughs> There's it, like every system. There's excess. The Gemara and Makas, everybody knows about it, talks about the, the Mahanog of hitting children, right? And again, those kids of Shulchan Aruch and others say, clearly don't do it, Bisman Azeh. But even when it was done, what was the heter? But the heter was, it was for the better, bigger good. In the same way, we could, and here, that's one example. Another example I came up with, which is, of course, the famous Menchaz Chinach, we've talked about it here in this, in this year, which is that you can endanger your life and actually to be involved in an army, right? You're involved in an army, and even though by being involved in an army, you're taking risks, and even though the, the battle that's being asked for you to be involved in is a battle that's not necessarily a mitzvah from the Torah to be involved in, but it's what the government wants you to do, so you have a right to endanger yourself. We talked about bringing back uh, corpses from the from the front. We talked about that a couple of years ago. All of those things, if you look at it uh, from the question from a, in a micro level, you would say, well, what right do you have to endanger yourself to go bring back a body? What right do you have to even be part of a war if your life is in danger? The answer is, as the Menchus Chinuch says, that in order for the, obviously, Muhammad until the time of Mashiach that we hope will happen soon, Muhammad is part and, is part and parcel of, 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 of interactions of nations. And that's the way governments and societies work. We're, we're, we're unhappy that the way that's the way it is, but since it works that way, if you're part of the army, you do what is asked about you, even if it means endangering yourself. Because if not, the whole idea of an army falls apart. So these are two parallels to what David is suggesting. 
we need to allow, in other words, this Lashon Hara part, because otherwise we don't have the open system. So even though it means there are going to be people sitting in the gallery, well, what's the alternative? The alternative is the doors close and the system starts to break. What's interesting is that Rabachi Daron doesn't feel that way, and neither does um, neither does um, Rav Zilberstein, as you can see here, as Rav Zilberstein, Rav Eliashev's son-in-law, you can see, and if everybody can see it properly, I'm trying to make it a little larger, command, command plus, everybody see it? Okay, so if you take a look here, Rav Zilberstein said, Many times people come into the Bezdin chamber and they hear the Baladin speaking. And the reason they're there is what we talked about with Yankee, to, to learn how it's done. How is that allowed? So, um, Rav Zilberstein says you could say Lashon Hara means that you believe it. And that the, you now have a negative feeling about that person. So maybe we should tell everybody that comes in, whatever you're hearing, realize it's part of a case, and even if you might know this person, don't necessarily believe what, what you're hearing and just assume that this is just part of the process. But he, meant, he quotes the Chafetz Chaim that says that even just being in, a, a, in an area where you're hearing the information, even without accepting it to be true, would be usher. Because you're trying to hear something which you don't, which is unnecessary, and the Chavetz Chaim has a number of proofs for that. So, therefore, Rav Zilberstein wants to say, "Kivin shabali adinim roim esatalmidim viyodim shehem einam dayanim." Since the bali din see the students and know that these are just interns. And they have the right, Rav Zilberstein says, to ask from the Dayanim to take them out. Those they have the right to say, we don't want those kids here. But if, and I have to tell you, we have rabbinic interns that sit in on our Dine Torah all the time. If they don't, and I think sometimes they don't know that they can, but if the Balei Din don't want the person there, they could tell them to leave. If they let them stay there, so you don't have to worry about listening to Lashon Hara, because the person allowed you to be there. Okay, and especially, as we say, this teaches the generations to come, Surah Sadim. So, Rabbi Zilberstein and Rabbi Akshidaran both assume that there's Lashon Hara issues. How do you get away from them? You get away from them because the person is, he knows you're there, and he lets you stay there, so in a way that's a mechila on the Lashon Hara. Okay. Which is not like what we're saying, David. Not that it's allowed. It's that it's a hetter because the person's letting you stay. But the person has a right to ask you to leave. Which means, ultimately, there is a way that the court can become private if the people involved want it to be that way. If they, according to what Zilberstein is saying, if they don't want you here, it sounds like they have carte blanche to kick whoever they want out. Is that the Baladin, or is that the aid saying, like, the Baladin, who are the ones that are being talked about, have a, a have a right to 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 kick people out if they don't want them to be there. Now, if that's true, then again our theory falls apart because that means the Baladin have the right to to decide whether they want a closed session or not, not the judge who, for some reason. Okay, um, the. Um, there is a tshuva from that sort of backs a little bit of this up. Um, the tshuva is from the Marami Rutenberg, and it was quoted by the Beis Yosef and the Mordechai before that. Here was the here and, 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 and here was the case. Uh, let's assume that there is a um, okay. I, I don't know why I have a western in my head, but let's say there's a uh, a group of ranchers, uh, a group of Right, the homesteaders. And the homesteaders have banded together because they're against uh, this one guy who's bringing, in, uh, who's bringing in the cattle. And they have like 20 homesteaders, and they believe that that guy has, has, uh, has, has been stealing the land from them in order to run his cattle through. So they take it to, uh, they take it to the judge 
not Judge Roy Bean, but take it to the uh, the real Dayanim about this case. So there's a group against a single person. So the single person came to the best and then said, you know, they're a whole group. Um, can I have my friends here? Can I have my buddies with me? Because I'm standing up to a group of, 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 of homesteaders. They've got a whole bunch of people. They're going to come and make their argument that I stole from them. Can I have some people with me for moral support? Because I'm afraid that there's going to be so many people there that I'm not going to be able to talk properly because I'm going to be scared. There's going to be all these people here. Can I have my buddies with me to help me? Now, when the homesteaders heard that, they said, we don't want, uh, we don't want that, that, that cattle guy to have all his people with him because then they're going to, as he stands up to the din, they're going to start whispering to him or hint to him or, sni- or do something to indicate what he should say. And they're not part of they're not part of the case. They're just right. So that was the issue. So the Marami rumor, the, really the, the Godo Ador of his time, says, "Look, um, let's go back to the to the homesteaders. The homesteaders also shouldn't be all there together. Why? Because when when you're dealing with a whole group." of people, even though they've chosen one guy to speak for them. But the whole bunch of them are sitting there saying, we want to have justice. Okay. Um, they're all there. It's scary. And maybe they're going to like, you know, whisper to each other, say stuff that they should say. And when you when, when the when the cattle guy tries to answer back, they're going to be ready to answer him in ways that they wouldn't be ready if it would only be one against one. Right? And then the Maram says, it's almost like you're bringing in your pet lion. It's almost like you're bringing in a lion. Do you think that, let's say, there's one of the, the, the people has a lion and he brings it to Besden. Do you think that um, he can do that? Yeah, I just want to have my lion here, okay? Right? Every normal person's going to know that the lion, after he leaves, can, can, can rip him apart. You're scared. He says it's no different than when we talk about in this week's Parsha. You can't have one who's dressed to the nines and the other one's dressed in rags. The, 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 the Dayan is supposed to say, look, I recognize that you come from pretty uh, different backgrounds, but you can't look like this over here. In other words, every, there has to be a certain sense of, of equality. So when a guy comes in with a, uh, uh, an entourage... And the other doesn't have that, so that itself is already incorrect way for justice to happen. So he says, "Now you're going to tell me the Maram says, well, I don't find that in the Gemara anywhere. Look at this such a brainy uh, logical thing." You think they could put everything down? You can't bring a line in, but it also means you can't have a mass of people. So anything, uh, the Gemara can't give you every detail. So clearly, and the guy is saying that by having these people here, um, I I feel like I can't talk. So what's the psaac? First of all, he says, let's go to the homesteaders. The homesteaders. Either pick one person that he's the only one and he represents all of you, or each one will come separately. And then you'll have the second case and the third case. Now, before the Dayanim Paskin, they'll have heard every single homesteader. Now, what do you want to tell me? He says that's a big effort for the Besnet to have four different cases. Yeah, okay. Set up four Batedinim. Set up four different uh, cases for each guy who has a claim against the cattle guy. Now, now, or he says, do it over a period of days. Or he says, have every person's argument be written down clearly, and this way the Besden can go over it. He says, now, in the same way, um, the uh, cattle guy cannot bring his buddies in there for the same reason. Because by they're not happy with, with having a guy there who could sort of answer up and hint to them. So therefore, it should really be one-on-one. So what do you see from this psaac? You see from this psaac, that 
the aide can claim he doesn't want to have other people there. The, each one can claim, I don't want to have this person here. Now, this would make sense about people that are clearly have a vested interest or friends of the other guy. But I don't know if they would have a right to claim, oh, those guys in the gallery, I don't want them here. Somebody who intimidates them, who's part of the intimidation, who could be an intimidating factor, is one thing. But if there's somebody who's coming to listen, right, you can't say, I don't want that guy off the street here. It has to be someone who, right? Now, again, maybe you, you could take this and make it extended. I'm a nervous guy in public. Uh, it's hard for me. When I know there's people here that I don't know, it's hard for me to talk. So it would seem you could probably take this tshuva and adapt it. But the Dayana would have to hear that to be true. If we're correct that being having an open court is a uh, is a benefit, and it's part of what the Torah said when it wanted in, in the Sharim, the Dayana would have to make a special call to decide, maybe for the sake of this case, we're going to make it a closed-door session. Because the, the person involved is such a nervous Nelly that even having any people listen Will, will will cause the psaq not to work, but other but that would be the exception that proves the rule, right? Um, one last thing um, on this that I think uh, is the um, if you take a look, there is a very important Bach on this, and let's see. Um, See if I can get it up here. Okay. So there's a halacha that the court is cleared. When is the court cleared according to everyone? Once the case has been heard. And um, what happens is, is that they're ready to, dis- to, to have a discussion. Um, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch says here. You can see, Hevi Echami Bali Adinim Edim. Now the Adam are here, we hear the Adis, um, we're Makabal the Adis, Edusan, once the Adis has been accepted, then everybody Yotzi Everybody leaves, the So the discussion among the Dayanim, that should be private. Okay. So the Bach here in Shulchan Aruch says, and I hope it's Make it a little bit smaller. You can see it. Try to make it smaller. Control. Okay, I'm not sure why it's not getting smaller. You got it. What? Did it get smaller? Right here. Yeah, I'm trying here. No, not that. I did. This one. Yeah, that's it. So, okay. So the box says like this. He says that. This is when you have to let, tell everybody to leave. We don't want people by the mass of Amata. He says, how does the Shulchan Aruch know that? The, Bez, the, the Gemara only mentions making everybody leave when after you've warned the Adam and the Adam start their testimony. And that's because we want the aid to feel comfortable to admit that he's lying. But where did the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam before him get the halacha that we don't want people there during the discussion? So he says, "Unias daiti ein motzian osam ela afla achar sheshamu divreim lekach pirsh tvarim deyotziu kolodim lechutz af baleidin." What we mean here is only who leaves. Who leaves are the baleidin leave. If you're not part of the uh, of, of the case, and you're not an aide, you don't need to ask that person to leave. It's definitely a good thing to have such a person, to have people there. And in fact, even during the discussions, it's good to have someone there to see how things work. One other Bach that I want to share with you, and that is this one, where the Bach says, even stronger, and this is in Simon Chavches, uh, where he says, 
that um, he says when it comes to the let's see the Bach here the Bach here it is so the Bach says that we we, we give the Adam a warning before they testify so he says if you take a look here Um, he says my, he says it's actually a very positive thing as he says here that he says it's actually a positive thing the Ein Lachotzi look what he says here before the aid testifies and the case has been developing and they actually warn the person testifying that Testifying falsely is, is 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 terrible, and you could you could bring terrible punishments to yourself. He says, Everybody should hear the way the Bezdin charges the Aiden before they talk. Everybody, because this way, when you hear that warning. This is going to be a message to you not ever to come to Bezdin and testify falsely. And therefore, the Bach seems to say that it's actually a positive to have people there and be scared by it. Now, if Rav Bakshi Doron is correct, if uh, Rav Zilberstein is correct, the Bach seems to be, what's the Bach talking about? The Bach says it's great to have people here that they can really be scared if they weren't there for the, if they were kicked out beforehand because the Baladin says, I don't want this guy here, or if they were putting their fingers in it because I don't want to hear Lashon Hara, then when, when do we bring them in? We, the Bach says, we want people, we want Claudius Yisrael to be there to see how scary it is. We want them to know what it means not to give aid to Sheker. Okay, maybe there's a reason that they shouldn't be here when the Adem are here, so they, the Adem, we can really grill the Adem properly. But the scary process up to that point, we actually want people to be there, the Bach says. Okay, if that's true, then if, 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 if the Lashon Hara issue is true, then most of the time, first of all, they probably don't even know what's going on because they weren't supposed to be there when the case was being presented. So we just bring them in just to hear the scary, uh, the, the scary warning out of context. It seems clear again I, 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 that that from these sources that this principle, although as I said before, it's a democratic principle, seems to be the principle that that's the way the Hanhaga of Bezdin has always been. That should be Davka, a base mishpat. I'll just end with one little Dvar Musar. Um, if you look in Shmon Esrei, you'll find that it's written beautifully, the Rambam says, a way that any person can dive into the Rabbani Shalom and feel that he's speaking like, like Olivier with the king's English, meaning it's the most beautiful language, and even though it's not your language, if you say it, you can invest your feelings in it. In Shemayin Esrei, there's many tefillahs that we have. There's tefillahs about our, there's tefillahs about health. There's tefillahs about parnosim, and in many people, that's matters of life and death. But there's very little impassioned emotion in the Shemayin Esrei itself. Even when we say, look at what's hurting us. But we don't say, I'm in pain, God, Father, help me. We do call him a father to get rid of our avera. There's only one place in Shemina Esrei where that emotion cracks. And that's in the, that's in the bracha of, of Shoftim, the bracha of Dionis. Hashiva Shoftenu Kabarishona, the Yotzenu Kabatchila. Bring back what Dionis was, right? Vahaser mimenu yagon v'anacha. Yagon is anguish. It's more than the pain that you're feeling. It's emotional anguish that a person is going through. The only place, again, you would think it should be in Rafaeno, right? Make me better. I'm in such pain. People are in pain. Having the mishpat properly done as the is 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 a way to actually bring shchina betoch klal yisrael 
and to really the key, as the bracha seems to indicate, of, of the anguish and pain. So much of what we when we bewail what's wrong in our society or even in our life seems to be correctable if we are able to be to have fealty to what the sodas of mishpat are supposed to be. And if we have I want to say even more. Let's finish the bracha. Now, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we're going to say it a lot. But during the year, that's the only place we say it. We say, right? When it's not a serious tshuva, during the Shemona Esrei, when do we say, God, be our king? We say, we want you to be here to take our avoda, your ale, right? We do say, you're the melech. But when do we want him to be yimlochaleinu? When do we want him to actually you know, to, to embody that and actually to, to, to actualize malchus upon us? It's only in that bracha. Think about the Shmones. We don't say that yimlochaleinu. It's only there when we have that 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 alignment between mishpat between ourselves, the mishpat zedek, that we can actually have this sense of shchina and, and malchus shleima. So it should be mitz Hashem as this week as we read these pesukim, which only it should be mechazikas to to actually understand what the base hamishpat is, and it should uh, again I, I encourage more in, uh, uh, understanding and all these things because I think that that if, the more that we desire it, the more that we understand it, the more our tefillas are going to be meaningful and we we'll able to to see down to it. So have a good week, mitz Hashem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The more that we desire it, the more that we understand it, the more our tefillas are going to be meaningful and we'll be able to, to see down to it. So have a good